0: Chapter 1 of Sharp Eyes, the Silver Fox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adrian Stevens. Sharp Eyes, the Silver Fox by Richard Barnum. Chapter 1 Sharp Eyes Sees Something. Away in the North Woods lived a family of foxes they had big bushy tails like a dust-brush and they wore furry coats some of these furry coats were of a reddish yellow colour and some of them a sort of grey the foxes had long sharp noses and sharp teeth and they were very sly and cunning as they had to be for a fox is not strong like a lion or a tiger and to get his food he must be quick and sly and steal up when no one sees him to get a fat duck or a chicken from the farmyard now in this family of foxes about which i'm going to tell you there was the father and mother and three little ones mr and mrs fox were well grown fleet of foot and they could both see and smell danger a long way off just as they could see and smell when they were near some farmers house where they might get a chicken or a duck the home of the foxes was in a hollow log in the deepest and darkest part of the north woods and in this hollow log the three little foxes lived they were named sharp eyes twinkle and winkle sharp eyes was the oldest of the children though they were all nearly the same age the reason he was called sharp eyes was because he had such sharp sparkling eyes which seemed to look right through the bushes and trees at anything he wanted to find twinkle who was sharp eyes brother was so called because when he ran downhill or uphill his feet seemed to twinkle in and out like flashes of light winkle who was sharp eyes sister was so called because she seemed to winkle and blinkle her eyes sleepy-like when she looked at anything so sharp eyes twinkle and winkle lived with their father and mother in the hollow log in the big woods the little foxes at first stayed very close to the log in fact they did not go outside it until they were pretty well grown and about the size of puppy dogs each day their father and mother would crawl out of the log look carefully around to make sure there were no dogs hunters or other dangers near Sniffed the air to see if they could smell anything that might harm them or their little ones, and then one or the other would slink slyly away through the woods to look for something to eat, not only for themselves, but to bring home to the little foxes. One day, when Mr. Fox had come home with a plump partridge, and the little foxes were having a good dinner, Sharp Eyes asked, Mother, where did my father get this fine meat for us to eat? he caught it in the woods of course the fox family did not speak the same kind of language that you boys and girls use they talked in their own language which they could understand as well as you can understand one another but so that you may know what the foxes said among themselves and what they thought i have put their sayings into your kind of words foxes like other animals talk with whispers sniffles snuffles whines barks and howls and it is very hard to understand them unless you know their language as i do but once you do it is as easy to know what they say as if you heard the boy on your next street call come on spin tops." so now you'll understand what i mean when i say a fox says this that or the other where did my father get this fine meat asked sharp eyes and when his mother told him mr fox caught it in the woods the little fox as he gnawed a bone smacked his lips and asked but how did he get it i'll tell you little sharp eyes said mr fox and you listen too twinkle and winkle for you must soon learn to catch your own dinners and suppers as well as breakfasts so the little foxes listened while their father told them how to make a living in the woods where there are no stores at which animals can buy what they want to eat. "'I was coming along under the trees,' said Mr. Fox, "'and I was looking on both sides of me for something to bring home to your mother and you to eat. Up to then I had not caught anything. I sprang after a muskrat, but it jumped into the brook and got away from me. Then I tried to creep softly up behind a young wild turkey in the woods, but he heard me and flew away.' "'so I was beginning to think I'd never get a meal for my family. "'And I knew you were hungry, when, all at once, I saw this partridge. "'I walked as softly as I knew how over the leaves and sticks in the woods, "'and, without his hearing me, I got so close to the bird that I could jump on him, "'pin him down with my feet, and catch him in my sharp teeth. "'Then I brought him home to you. "'That's how I got your supper, sharp eyes.' and a very good dinner it is too said mrs fox you animal children ought to be very glad you have such a smart father it is not every fox that can catch a partridge oh well we mustn't be proud said mr fox as with his tail he brushed smooth a place inside the log where he could lie down our children will soon be grown and they will learn how to catch wild turkeys partridges quail and muskrats for themselves how do you catch wild things in the woods asked sharp eyes yes tell us so that we may learn begged twinkle i will answered mr fox it is time you little fox puppies learn to hunt for yourselves you are old enough after you have had a nap we will go outside the log house and your mother and i will give you lessons so the little foxes went to sleep after their meal as nearly all wild animals do and as even your cat and dog do after they have eaten they always seem to feel sleepy after eating and when sharp eyes twinkle and winkle awakened after their nap they all felt fine and fresh and felt like jumping around in fact sharp eyes felt so fresh that he cuffed his brother on the ear with his paw ma make sharp eyes stop cried twinkle in fox language of course oh i wasn't doing anything said sharp eyes yes he was too barked sister winkle and now he's tickling me i guess it's time i gave you little foxes some lessons in how to catch things said mr fox as he stretched himself for he too had been sleeping you are so full of life that you are getting into mischief come out all of you and i'll show you how i caught the partridge sharp eyes would have rushed out of the log at once but his mother held him back with her paw saying wait let your father take a look first to see that there is no danger you must always be careful in going out of your house whether it is a hole under the rocks or a hollow log or a stump to look for danger watch your father mr fox stuck his nose out of the log a little way and sniffed the air then he stuck it out a little farther next he looked around with his bright eyes is everything all right asked mrs fox everything is all right said mr fox so out in front of the hollow log house where there was a smooth level place went mr fox and three little foxes mrs fox stayed in the log to shake up the dried leaves that made the beds that was all the housekeeping work she had to do for foxes like most animals live a very simple life now this is how i crept softly up behind the partridge said mr fox as he went along Almost on his tiptoes, as he might say. You must be careful not to step on a stick so it breaks and makes a noise, he told the little foxes, and do not rustle the dried leaves, for partridges and other wild birds and all woodland creatures that we have to eat are very shy and fly off or run away at the least noise. You see, we do not have sharp claws like a cat with which to grasp the things we catch. We have to pin them down with our paws, as a dog does or get them in our sharp teeth and we have to be very close to them before they see us so that we can do that so mr fox showed his little ones how to creep along softly over the sticks stones and leaves he pretended a piece of wood was the partridge he was after and when he got close enough he gave a jump and came down on top of it quickly getting it in his mouth that's the way i would have done it if it had been a real bird said mr fox now you try sharp eyes let us see how you would do it so the little fox boy tried and so did his brother and his sister and for many days after that their father or their mother gave them hunting lessons outside the hollow log after a while sharp eyes twinkle and winkle learned to be very good jumpers and they could move over a bit of ground covered with sticks, stones, and leaves so softly that you never would have heard them. Now come out in the woods, let us see if you can be as quiet when there is something real to catch, instead of make-believe birds and rats that are really only pieces of wood, said Mr. Fox, for up to this time he had let the fox children practice on bits of bark, clumps of grass, or a stone, pretending they were grouse or partridges through the woods went the family mr fox in front then sharp eyes twinkle and winkle and mrs fox behind them all the two old foxes were looking out for danger you see all at once mr fox stopped and speaking in an animal whisper he said here is a mouse just in front of me sharp eyes he does not see me yet come and see if you can get it up came sharp eyes very very softly he saw a big wood-mouse under the roots of a tree the mouse was gnawing the soft bark now go softly said mr fox sharp eyes tried to but alas he stepped on a dried stick which broke with a crack the mouse heard it and started to jump down into his burrow under the earth no you don't cried mr fox and he made a big jump and caught the mouse just in time that's the way to do it barked mrs fox the mouse would have gotten away from you sharp eyes i'm sorry replied the little fox boy slowly and sadly never mind said his father you'll do better the next time but it was some days before the little foxes learned to catch anything oh shall we ever learn asked twinkle of course you will, said his mother. When I was a young fox like you, I thought I'd never catch my first mouse, but I did. So Mr. and Mrs. Fox had to keep on catching the things the little foxes ate, though so each day Sharp Eyes, Twinkle, and Winkle were getting quicker and better. But one day, Mr. Fox came home without any dinner. What's the matter? asked Mrs. Fox. Couldn't you catch anything today? no answered mr fox in fact i didn't see a thing i've trampled all over these woods but not a bird or an animal could i see of course i saw cows and horses in the farmers yards but they are too big for me to carry off couldn't you get a chicken or a duck i saw some ducks and chickens on one farm replied mr fox but the farmer or one of his men was near them all the while with a gun or a club and i dared not try to catch one i'd have been caught or hurt myself if i had i'm sorry but we'll have no dinner to-day sharp eyes and his brother and sister felt sad on hearing this they were very hungry couldn't we all go out hunting together asked sharp eyes after a bit maybe we could see something you could catch he said to his father well perhaps that would be a good plan replied mr fox come on we'll all go out and see if we can find a meal so out into the woods went the five foxes the two large ones and the three smaller ones slowly and carefully they went along looking from side to side and sniffing the air for any sign of something to eat there doesn't seem to be anything said mrs fox with a hungry sigh no answered mr fox there doesn't i never saw the woods so scarce of food all of a sudden sharp eyes who had gone a little way ahead came softly back i see something he said shall i try to get it for our dinner what is it where is it asked mr fox eagerly i don't see anything and he looked as hard as he could through the bushes right over there by the old stump said sharp eyes don't you see it's a big chicken mr fox looked then he said that isn't a chicken it's a wild turkey if we get that it will make a fine meal for all of us sharp eyes you are rightly named you saw this turkey when neither your mother nor i could see it it's a good thing you did now we'll have a fine meal end of chapter 1